Welcome to the Arsaholics podcast on Wednesday night. Um, what do you want to talk about, Mice? Got anything? Mm. Any ideas? Cricket? IPL? I don't watch the cricket. I don't watch the IPL, but we can talk about it. There's got to be something going on in politics at the moment. There's always something. <laughs> Some politicians done something. Anything, anything but what's just happened at the Etihad, <laughs> I guess. Man, uh, you know, actually, weirdly, I'm I'm feeling relatively more zen about it than I thought I would. And I don't know whether that's just because it feels like a very humbling defeat. Like it wasn't a, oh, like going toe-to-toe and then someone made a mistake and we conceded and then, you know, mm. and there's that big feeling of regret. I sort of don't really have this feeling of regret today. I have a bit of a feeling of, whoa, okay. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a bit of a, there's a bit of a gap there. Um, um, how do you feel? I wouldn't say I'm there yet. Um, I wouldn't say I'm feeling how you're feeling. Um, deflated. Deflated is probably the right word. Um, I feel like um, I went into the game quite hopeful, to be fair. Um, I'm not saying that I thought we'd, you know, we'd go and win, but I was expecting a lot, lot more than what we got and what we saw from from us but i think yeah i think it i think what's most deflating about it all is you now see just how just how good city are and they pretty much had a fully fit squad i mean i don't know if that would have made a difference even if they had have had a few injuries but you just see their their strength and depth you see how good their first 11 are and then you kind of compare it to ours and i'm not saying you know definitely not criticizing you know we're not in a position to criticize these players and what the team have done so far this season um because it's been amazing but there's still obviously a gulf maybe there won't be a huge gulf in points come the end of the season if if city do go on to win it it might only be by a few points but i think you can tell you know we played them three times this season and today especially tonight especially you just saw a huge gulf in yeah quality um experience know-how um execution you know everything everything really um and we didn't really have an answer we didn't have an answer today um and that was that's probably why it was why it feels like it feels now um quite deflated i think you put it spectacularly well um, sometimes it's hard to know, right, with games like this, how much was down to planning and how much was down to execution. Um, I think, you know, on the face of it from this game, it it really, you know, it felt like City had total total control of of their plan, of their ideas, and total control of executing it. Um, like total clarity and sort of calmness about what needed to happen, what needed to be done today. And so clearly, you know, on the evidence, it would suggest that their planning was was solid and they executed against that plan and did that well. With us, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's hard to figure out 
which of those things went well maybe both didn't um well certainly you know certainly we didn't execute well but it would be interesting to know and i guess we'll never know what what was the plan exactly was there a different plan did we did we have some ideas as to how we thought we were going to mitigate what we ended up facing and did we just not do those things very well um i don't know to to me you know just on the basis of what i saw it's it looked to me like we weren't really we weren't really doing anything of focus it it felt like we were sort of just we, it seemed like we had sort of rocked up and obviously this didn't happen we would have been preparing but on the i'm just saying in terms of what i saw what what i saw what it came across was that we sort of turned up and said all right let, 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 let's try and win this game and 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 done some of the tried to do some of the basic things that we sort of tend to do but just did not have an answer to any of the specific things that they did and um that was disappointing for me of a game of this magnitude um yeah at some point maybe we do have to just give our hats off to to city i i just you know i i tweeted just just before we got on air that i think pep's got this amazing ability i mean regardless of how good his squad is and his players are whether this be here or 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 bayern munich or barcelona regardless he seems to just have this brilliant talent of getting his players to believe that unless they're at their very best in any game, they will not win. Like, it's like he's got this way of just making them, cultivating some fear in the opposition that they're playing in the sense that he genuinely, and I think to, to be able to say it is one thing, but to actually make your team believe, regardless of how good they are, to make them believe that the opposition will beat you if you're not at your very best is a real skill, I think. And for him to be able to do that for so long with so many different iterations of a squad in, in a situation like this today where, you know, Arsenal have only got one thing to play for and that's the league. We, we haven't, we don't have all this congestion, all these different, you know, different focus areas. Uh, it's, it is really impressive and, and uh, yeah. And, and sobering. Um, Emma, how did you feel about what you saw from us today? Did you feel like you saw, um, was it a desire issue? Was it a, a, a technical issue? What, what do you think it was for you? I think, I can't, I don't think it was a desire issue in the sense, if I think back to certain Arsenal teams in the past few years, maybe going back a bit longer, but you know, last 10 years or so, there's been a number of times where we've really questioned the desire of Arsenal players and, um, you know, certain away games or certain tough games and they haven't turned up. And I don't think this was that. I think we just, I think we came up against, like I said at the start, a 11 that just basically played it perfectly. I think, like you said, Pep set them up. You know, he had this conundrum around what do I do without Ake um, at left back? And, you know, Akanji had an unbelievable, well, I wouldn't say unbelievable, he had a very, very good game. Um, Saka was really quiet all game. And the back four played really, really well. I mean, to be fair, they weren't that, they weren't tested that much. But I guess what the point I'm trying to make is it didn't look like they had any, had to, 
make any defensive changes. It didn't really look like they had. It wasn't a makeshift back four, of course it wasn't, but you know, John Stones has been playing right back and essentially playing um the invert, you know, as a midfielder the last few games. He's he's slotted into centre back. They've brought Carl Walker back in. Um and yeah, Akanji's coming at left back. Um and you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. And yeah, like I mean look, just going back to your your question, I think we just came up against a team that were 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 all across the pitch all across the pitch sorry i think we came up against a team that really exploited our some of our weaknesses it felt like we were really light in central midfield today um and i think we knew what we were going to get from harland he was obviously always going to sort of put himself up against rob holding um uh, why wouldn't you um and he obviously came out on top in that battle um, and I think all of their players just played really, really well, but I think Pep got it right uh, on the night. And I think the frustrating thing for one of the other frustrating things for me is how different would the game have been and the kind of the lead up to the game if we'd have come in off the back of a couple of wins against West Ham and Southampton. So if we'd have had, I, can't remember, I don't even know, what was it, five points we came in today? Um, so if we'd have picked up those extra four points and come in with a nine point lead, I, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like the players maybe lost a little bit of confidence uh, with, with what's happened in the last couple of games, two games we should have won. We didn't um, in kind of really bad circumstances as well. And if we'd have come into the game with a much bigger and healthier points lead, I think we could have maybe, if it felt like we, kept, we, we start, it felt like the whole game, we knew we were going to be second best. I don't know if that really makes sense or not, but it felt like we were coming to the champions and we were hoping that we'd get something out of the game as opposed to maybe the narrative might have been a little bit different if we'd had, you know, an eight, seven, eight, nine point lead. Um, and then maybe we'd have, we could have come and asserted ourselves a little bit more. Maybe City mentally might have been a little bit more wary of what we're about. I don't know, maybe not, but it's all, it's all ifs, buts and maybes, but that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit of a frustration because ultimately if we if we don't win the league and it doesn't look like we are going to win it now, I don't think it comes down to today, right? Like it probably comes down to the fact that number one, City are just unreal. Um, and you wouldn't be surprised if they go and win every single game from now to the end of the season. And maybe, you know, our inexperience and probably just, you know, maybe not having the right options when injuries have hit, i.e., you know, at centre-back have, have maybe cost us quite a bit in the last couple of games, especially. Um, and City don't really have that problem. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, what, what do you think in terms of what you saw today? Because I know I wasn't like keeping track of the group chat, but when I checked it at half-time and I checked it at full-time, I just scanned through it and I could see you and you and Aaron and especially were, were pretty kind of scathing on some of the players. Maybe it wasn't individuals as such, but, you know, just generally, you weren't, it didn't sound like you guys were, too happy with some certain performances i think it was surprise um you know it was that i think that i expected i expected more from our players um regardless of whether i think that um there was a class difference well actually let me rephrase that i i did think that some of our players were going to be able to deal with city better than they did i sort of expected that um, you know, that, that, you know, City would be good. Um, and 
and I think we've seen City be good before, actually, against Arsenal in in you know not just this season, but remember last season when we lost two one. I still think City were quite good, but it it felt like in those games we still showed quality where even though City were good, particularly defensively, we still had individual quality that was good enough to cause them problems. And I think maybe that that that's where I'm going with this. I thought that we would show more individual quality to get through some of the good things that City were doing today. And and we didn't, which was, I think, quite disappointing. So if you know, take an example, although City defended really well structurally, I still felt that in the first half in particular, well, the second half there were more, but I mean in the first half when it really mattered, when you know it was still we were still kind of going toe-to-toe with them in terms of the scoreline wasn't out of reach. Um there were times where our front four, one of our front four managed to get the ball with their front to goal. So, you know, with space, some space to run into with some options. And that's probably not going to happen that many times in a game like this. And I felt in those moments, whatever needed to be there wasn't there. And that was disappointing, I think, uh, because, it, you know, again, this is, this is the biggest game. It's the biggest game against probably the best team in Europe, right? So you've got to know that you've got to, be quite special in some of those moments and I think I think I found it hard to understand how City managed to stop the ball going to our left-hand side as well as they did I mean okay fine credit to City they you know that's obviously incredibly impressive that they managed to do that because Martinelli barely touched the ball in the first half I think there was genuinely a period I think when he touched the ball once after about 10 or 11 minutes that I thought is this the first time he's he's actually touched the ball because I think they just did a magnificent job, City, of preventing the ball going that way. But then I sort of thought again, you know, we should, we should have, we still should have been able to do better. We still should have been able to to get the ball down that channel um, through quality. So I think that was a little bit disappointing. I felt that um, holding it was a really interesting one, where like in a way he was the guy I was least annoyed about because, or annoyed with because we knew that he he's not at this level we 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 knew that and he the sort of things that he was doing and some of the mistakes that he was making i mean they're not even really mistakes are they they're just the fact that he's not good enough to do something different and you can almost not be annoyed at him for that um so so yeah i guess in, in that way just just incredibly sobering i i you know in our in our group chat there were sort of comments about some of our other players i think you know like jesus and um and Partey I, I agree uh, uh, you know uh, again I don't think that they were they did well today uh, but you know maybe it is time to just take stock uh, yeah, during the game it was quite difficult especially during that first half I think maybe it's time to say take stock and, and that we are we are way ahead of the curve than we, we thought we would be we, we never thought we were you know going to be fighting for the title and it's probably just come a little bit too soon. This managing this period and and doing it in the way that we have needed to try and navigate some of these injuries and the mentality required to do that. And I, I don't know, it's, it's one where I think at the end of the season, we'll probably look back on this and think, well, I was really impressed. Well, hopefully we finished second. Like it's still not mathematically possible. It's, it's not guaranteed. But you hopefully look back on it and think that this was a good 
this was a good season overall and it's a stepping stone like i i don't i don't buy into this narrative that this is arsenal's best chance to win the league and you know they've just blown it i i hate stuff like that stuff yeah. like that, that it's never it's always proven to be incorrect statements like that like you know, it was like last season, it was, oh, well, Arsenal didn't finish top four. They probably won't finish in the top four this season. I mean, that's going to be so difficult, all these teams and whatever. And this is nonsense, right? I mean, that's absolute nonsense. So so on what basis can you people make statements, I suppose, that, that this Arsenal team isn't going to get better? I'm pretty confident this team will get better. I, I'm, and yeah, so so it's, you know, again, it's, it's a bit... I th- and I think I think maybe what it is as well. You, you see, like I think it goes back to something you were saying at the beginning. I don't, yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't want to waffle and go round in circles. But I think it was seeing City and seeing how good they were, and maybe just realizing that we've still got a way to go, yeah. and and maybe it was that, and was you know some of those city players who were quality i mean look carland is is different is different gravy but some of those top quality players uh were they as as good when they were at odegaard's age at saka's age at martinelli's age at, you know uh, so maybe not ramsdale you know he could have had a much better game but was edison that good at that age i don't think so so yeah you know it's do you, um, um, sobering do, do you reckon um because obviously our approach to the game was very much like how we've approached every other game this season, right? We we played our football. We tried to, you know, play out from the back. We tried to build progressively and patiently until we were forced to go long because, you know, City's press is so good. But do you think, obviously in hindsight, it might be easy to say now, but do you think we should have tried something different in terms of that approach and, because you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, we couldn't get the ball out to that left-hand side. For example, Martinelli was 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 wasn't getting enough touches. Like, do you think there's something else that we could have tried, aside from maybe personnel and different players starting the game, to to combat that? Because for me, like, I feel like, like I said before, City were like eight out of tens, nine out of tens all over the pitch. I think everyone played really well for City, and we know, you know, like City just suffocate you. You get the ball. Um, you know, your keeper gets the ball, it plays it out to your centre-backs, it goes round your back four, goes goes to your CDM, comes back, and every pass, they're closing in on you a little bit more, like a couple of yards at a time, to the point that it gets, gets goes back to holding, it goes back to Gabriel, it goes back to Ramsdale, and they just have to go long. They've got no... Or, or, they, or they lose the ball. And I don't know, I just feel like... I was thinking about this during the game, you know, City did it to us at the Emirates, where they ended up having to go long quite a bit. And I feel like, you know, we obviously don't have the right players to be able to do that, attacking players. We don't really have someone that's going to be able to hold up the ball. I know Jesus is, has been great at it, but, you know, he's not a target man as such. Wouldn't want us pinging 60-yard balls up to him all, yeah. all, all game. I just think, you know, something for next season, you know, just to have that plan B or different option, you yeah. know, yeah. to combat what City are all about. You know, if you go and try and play football with City, it is very, very difficult um, and we saw that today, but I think if we just had that alternative option, either to start or come off the bench, you know, like I'm coming, I like an Ivan Tony, for example, right? Just as an example of a, of a type of player, physicality wise, height wise, um, you know, someone as a bit of a target man, 
would it would have been, it would have been like it would have been interesting to see basically but yeah sorry my question to you was was just basically you know do you think there's anything different arteta should have tried today um to maybe see a different outcome um i don't think that he felt that he had the tools to be able to do that i think or or the or the momentum and confidence you know, it wasn't like we were a team that were confident at the moment of having three, you know, three games where we've dropped points. I think perhaps he was a little bit concerned about doing something which was going to require them to think a bit too much. Maybe that's that that's that's all I can think about. And maybe I think I think you also thought that, you know, he played a combination today of of players that I think he felt that. Well, I was what I was about to say is that the players that I think he felt that would give us the most attacking potential, like you know, he didn't go with Tierney at left back; he went with Zinchenko, um, as an example. He didn't decide to play, say, Jorginho instead of Xhaka. I think he went with a team where he sort of felt, well, this is probably as familiar as I can get. Um, but I think he probably also had in mind that he wanted to, um, that he didn't see this being a kind of a grinded out type of game. I think you know he wanted goals. I, I, I think. If I answer your question a slightly different way, but it is actually based on something that you said. Kevin De Bruyne in his post-match interview, I thought was really interesting where, um, again, I think he speaks so well in interviews anyway, but you know, what, what he, what he, what he basically said was, and this, bear in mind, this is, it, it's, they've won four one and he's completely dominated us. His effects, he said, words the effect of, you know, Arsenal a really class side and they made it, really difficult for us to play the way that we wanted to play so we we had to do things a little bit differently we had to go longer and it the way that he, you know he said it was really interesting because it sort of got me thinking you know they didn't need to they they play they they seem to have a plan a and they had players on the pitch to execute a plan a but seemingly from what he's saying that is that you know very quickly they realized they weren't going to be able to do that so this did things a little bit differently I think that's a big difference between where City are right now and where we are, because that didn't require, for example, a tactical substitution by Pep. That didn't require, you know, that to change. That required their players on the pitch recognizing that in the heat of the battle, some tweaks need to be made to how they play. And it's quite a lot of kind of maybe experience that is required, but ability and just calmness, I think, to be able to to make those decisions and sort of think, oh, you know, we're going to take control of this game, uh, it, 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 even if we have to shift plan and 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 th- just just did it with with ease. And John Stone sort of made similar sounds before, and he was basically just talking about how hard Arsenal made it to made it for them. You know, he he he, he sort of said, you know, credit to them, they made it like really really difficult for us to play the way that we wanted to play. This is after winning four one. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was for, for me maybe if. If I think that we could have done anything differently, it's probably not necessarily uh, a, a sort of a tactical thing prior to this game. Um, it's more of a, I think maybe our players just uh, need to get a little bit more experienced with understanding that in games like this, you just have to be really, really well equipped and you have to be able to be resilient and you have to be able to be agile in the, the styles that you that, that you play and you have to do it quickly and you have to do it with confidence you can't panic. 
um, you know, be reactive. Well, I'm just using lots of buzzwords, but we didn't do any of those things. We just didn't do any of those things. We weren't reactive. We didn't, we couldn't change. We didn't seem to have answers when they were getting through us, cutting through us. The players didn't think themselves that they needed to perhaps do something a little bit differently. And maybe, maybe it's a quality thing or, but, but, you know, maybe it's an inexperienced thing. I'm not sure. That's where I get a little bit disappointed with some of our senior players, like your Partey's and maybe your Zinchenko's and your Jesus's as well. Um, that, you know, they didn't, they didn't really do that. I think, but, but with the selection stuff and with the tactic stuff, I think I'm more annoyed that Arteta didn't do anything differently against Southampton, which would have helped. I think, you know, if he had done something differently and had that have worked and maybe I'm looking very specifically at Kivior and Holding, he didn't try it. And then it just, it's, it's a bit frustrating when you see a game like this and you see Holding get absolutely like bullied. Like they, they were just doing it. I mean, I couldn't watch it because obviously we were recording this, but on BT Sport, while we were recording this, they were just doing a segment on, on Arsenal's week. I think they called it Arsenal's week centre-back. So it wasn't just Holding, but it was um, you know, some stuff on how Gabriel was today as well. But it just, when you looked at some of that stuff, you, you looked at it and you're like, but you've seen it happen to Holding throughout his career. Like, so why is it, it's really frustrating to think that it's like, that's what, what I meant before about not being, I'm not even annoyed at Holding. The only mm. thing I was annoyed at Holding about was the third goal, where I really felt like that third oh, yeah. goal. Like the KGB just, one. Yeah, KGB it just felt like, you, what are you doing? Just defend. Like, you, you look like watching. you were just that. Board, that's watching, the thing. Yeah. It felt like he wasn't present. He, it felt like he just was, was just not present. And he just thought, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to stand here. And his legs are wide open. He's not trying to kind of close him down. Fine. But then if you're not going to close him down, don't leave your legs wide open. Like what, why would you do that? Like, so, and it was just, that was really annoying. The, the other stuff less, less annoyed about, but um, yeah. So so I, uh, you know, with 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 that, uh, you know, I'm annoyed that Arteta didn't try something before because, you know, what did he have to lose? I think, you know, against Southampton, to, he could have tried something different. But hey, I mean, what about you? Did you think that he should have done something different going into the game? Same as you, man. Like like you said, I think we knew that he was going to go with the same team apart from Jacker um, that he went with against Southampton because yeah, he hadn't he hasn't tried anything else. And we talked about this before and after the Southampton game, you know we were in the pub before the teams came out on Friday night and we were talking about, or he might try something different. And if he tries it today, then he's obviously preparing for the city game. And if he keeps it the same and he goes with, you know, holding at center back, then he's going to go with holding at center back today. And that's basically what happened. So, um, not really, man. Look, I mean, there's arguments for like the subs today were pretty good. Well, I say the subs were good. The, The performances of some of the subs were pretty decent today. Like it was nice to see a little bit of kind of, liveliness injected into the team because it felt like we really needed not so much we needed it but we were lacking that um with the with the 11 that started the game once we went like three nil down um you know Aketia looked lively Reese Nelson looked lively Jorginho looked pretty decent to be honest Trossard looked good as well um and I mean I'm not saying I would have wanted one of those players to start because I think it's hard to question, like when you think about what the, I mean, the, the only subset, the only changes he possibly could have made in terms of players would have been within the front four. And the obvious one would have been Trossard for maybe Martinelli, maybe Gabriel Jesus. But I think, you know, Trossard could have started and we might have still, still seen the same result anyway. I'm not sure he would have made a huge difference. Um, disappointed with Jesus though. Like, 
not really sure. It's a bit of a weird one with him because he was a little bit anonymous. Um, I don't know. Like, you know how when he started the season with us, he was, you know, he was this sort of all action striker, um, you know, popping up all over the pitch, all over the front line, um, you know, just getting involved with, with every action. I, I guess today's maybe not the kind of game to judge him on because, well, maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe I'm being a bit um, kind to him, but I don't know if, yeah, maybe I expected just a little bit more from him based on what, you know, based on what he did at the start of the season. But then you could say the same about Martinelli. Like you said before, he didn't really get on the ball. Saka wasn't really that effective, had plenty of touches, but Akanji did a good job on him, got doubled up again when Grealish came over. Um, now, Erdegaard, did he really dictate? Did he really do? Erdegaard gave the ball away a few times. So it was really annoying. There was one where he gave the ball away right in the middle of the park. Did they score from that or they created a chance from that? I can't remember. Um, you could go through the, you could go through the players and probably pick holes in all of their performances. To be honest, like you say, Ramsdale could have probably saved one of the, sh- one of, I mean, he looked, he was really good to be fair in the first half in terms of like shot stopping. He had to make a few, a few saves, but at the same time, yeah, but the first goal, he probably should do better. Doesn't he? Did, did we go back to what you said about Jesus? It's yeah. I think your initial thing was right. Actually. Like, I think that I, 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 this is probably a game where you should be judging him. Right. Because him and Zinchenko were the ready-made players. Well, they're not the only ready-made players, but they are, you know, four-time Premier League winners and, it's cool that they're not that that old and they've still got years and they could probably still improve as well, to be honest. But you know, they are they are tried and tested players and they are they 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 know what it takes to play at City's level because they were at City's level, right? They um and but you know, when you look at Saka and Martinelli, you know, if, if you were to give them excuses, you could probably say, Well, they've not they've not done it. Like they they've had both of them have had really good seasons, right? But you know, when you talk about top, top, top level players. When you talk about that, that usually means you've been able to do it across the season and for probably won a, won a trophy, won a big trophy because you've been able to do it, uh, you know, across a whole season. And they haven't done that yet. So, and there's still time. They're very young, They'll, you know, whatever. So it's probably not the best game to point at both of them and sort of almost judge judge them for today. But yeah, like, I think you can, I think you can be a bit harsher on, you know, Jesus and Zinchenko and, you know, players like, you know, part party, like, you know, this is, this is it. This is, this is, you know, we're not supposed, we, I don't think, put it this way. I don't think there's a plan to upgrade from them at their current level. Right. Like, I think that they're, I don't think Arteta is banking on Jesus and Zinchenko becoming better, actually. Like, I don't think he's thinking that, you know, they're going to suddenly be better players. You know, they, they, I think they are like, they are at a level where I think he's like, you're at the level that I want us to get to. And, um, and so I think you can, you know, you can be a bit, you know, and this is, I mean, Aaron has got his point here about, you know, we haven't won since Trossard dropped out of our starting 11. Um, Jesus hasn't been good enough since he came back. Um, I, yeah. I think the difficult thing is with that, right. Is that you can't, you know, against Liverpool and West Ham, Jesus scored. And, uh, um, and with, with those two games, particularly Liverpool and, and West Ham, he was probably our best player or one of our best players and we had to take him off because of his fitness. So, so I don't think that's fair. Like I don't, I don't, I don't agree with, I know Aaron's been making this point about, you know, Jace's not, you know, not wanting Jace in the team. I, yeah, I, 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 I totally disagree with that. Um, 
but I do think that Jesus was was poor today, and I think that um, you know Trossard was 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 better than him when he came on. It's interesting. Like, I mean, where do you think why is he Arteta really goes from here from the rest of the season? Do you think that he has a bit of a free hit with his team? Because here's the thing, right? I think okay, I don't know if you agree, but it feels like yeah, the league's over now. It feels like you know we probably aren't going to win it, but it's not. But it's not mathematically over, right? It's not completely mathematically over. Um, so do you think that Arteta might just kind of go, well, because it's not mathematically over, I will, you know, I don't know, do my safest option? Or do you think that if you were him, what would you do? And what would you want what would you want him to do? I think there's enough on the bench and in the squad where he could rotate, I say rotate, he could change it up a little bit and it shouldn't necessarily affect our ability to win games. Do you know what I mean? You've got Chelsea next. So for example, Trossard comes in for Jesus, Jorginho comes in for maybe Partey if he's tired or, you know, I still think that's enough to be a, a really, really poor Chelsea team um, at home. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he made some changes, but I think in terms of how he approaches the next five games, I mean, look, what, if we get to the end of the season, like like put it like this, if we get to, let's say, the last game and we've dropped points in games that we really shouldn't have, and if, and and let's just say City have dropped some points, they've still got loads of games to play. I agree with you that I think the title probably has gone. You know, realistically, you know, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, I can see City just, yeah, kind of... Um, just being extremely dominant now. Um, but if there's a scenario where they do drop points in a game or two and it could have potentially gone to the last day, but we didn't do our job, we'd be kicking ourselves really. Cause you just, you just never know. So I think he's still going to have to, I think he's still got to get them back up for Chelsea and the message needs to be, we do it. We do the business on our side. Um, you know, we go and beat Chelsea. I think it's Newcastle after that. And basically we need to just get 15 points and see what happens. The players obviously know, he obviously knows, you know, what's probably cost us is not what happened tonight anyway. Yeah. What's cost us is what happened against Southampton, what, what happened against West Ham. That's, that's what's cost us. Um, but I think, you know, the players will know and obviously that it's a very, very, I was going to say tall order. It's not even a tall order because it's not in, in our hands, but you know, it's, it's, it's very, very unlikely, but mental things happen in football. And you just got to be there ready to pounce if the situation arises, right? Because can you imagine, like, let's let's just say we don't be, let's say we lose to Chelsea, uh, we draw at Newcastle, for example, and then City, when they come to play their games in hand, I mean, one of them's the last week, I think. But whenever, you know, in the next few weeks, City, I don't know, drop a couple of, lose a game, lose a couple of games. I know we can't see it. None of us can see it happening. But if it does happen, we'll be, sh- we'll be just like so pissed off with ourselves that we didn't, you know, win our games, basically. We didn't beat Chelsea, for example. And I think that we just need to be, we just need to get the job done, really. And and the team need a win now, right? Like, we haven't won in four games. We need a win. Like you said before, you touched on it, right? There's a small, I, don't, I haven't looked at the table to see how many points United are behind us, but there's a, there's a chance or a small chance that if we don't sort our shit out, then they catch us up, which... Um, it's kind of unthinkable when you think about how far, how long we've been at the top of the table for, but it could happen if we don't, if we, if we don't sort our shit out. So 
yeah, he's got he's got to get them back up. And I think I think it'll be a good thing to refresh the team a little bit. Like a couple of players did look quite leggy today. You could see with Partey, like I think he didn't have a good game and he hasn't had like the last few games he's been, I don't know if he's carrying, I mean, I know he was carrying an injury on international duty, but he just looks a little bit leggy. He looked a bit tired today. Um, and I think there's a couple of other players in a similar, similar kind of boat where it wouldn't be the worst thing to just change it up. Um, yeah. Agree. I think we need to, I think because you can imagine, right. That having, you know, not, not one in four, you know, mentally, they probably feel like they need a miracle to win the league. It'll be hard to pick themselves up. I mean, in a way you're fortunate you're playing Chelsea at home and Chelsea are, um, yeah, their the results wise have been terrible. I mean, you know, awful. I mean, Lampard is, you know, played five and lost five. I mean, you know, he's him and Stellini. I don't know who's been worse since being appointed. Like, and it's it, it like it's it's pretty it's pretty damning. But but at the same time, right? You look at them. Chelsea will probably look at it and go, "Well, this is a, a very wounded Arsenal, right? This is like a an Arsenal that." Um, yeah, maybe we can get at, and maybe you know they won't be as up, they won't be up for it. And I, I certainly, I certainly don't think it's a banker. Like I certainly don't think us uh, against Chelsea bank. But I think that yeah. it might be quite good to to refresh it a little bit and give give um, give some people a shot. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a question here from from Charles um, Jerry and he said. Mates, curious to know how do we see the game? A tactical failure or repeat of Emirates defeat or just Arsenal being nervy as has been the last three games on form losing it? Well, I mean, I think as 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 we've sort of discussed, I think um, there's probably a little bit of everything to some degree, right? Um, it's, it, what, and, and this goes back to the planning and execution point. Not really sure what the plan was, um, but whatever it was, wasn't executed very well. Um yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's it's a bit it is it is a bit sad, isn't it? it it's it, it's a bit of a it feels like a bit of a whimper, and maybe that's because you know we've just had these few games that have led up to this point, um, and then it's like the draw, the draw, the draw, and then the loss. You know, do you know what I mean? It's like this like kind of slow kind of fade out type thing, um, but yeah. I, do, I, I was going to say, I do feel a little bit relieved that this game is done with now. Like the build up to this game yeah. for the last few weeks has been, and rightly so, because it's the top two teams, but it's been, yeah, it's been built up, hasn't it? And there's been so much talk about the City game and what if Arsenal go into the game with a five point lead, a seven point lead, a nine point lead? You know, if Arsenal win, do they go on to win the league? All of the questions that were being asked and what's going to happen and and everything. So it, and it felt like that right up until kickoff and it felt like that when the game kicked off up until like what the seventh minute when Kevin De Bruyne scores um where it was just yeah like it felt it felt like a real high pressure game and yeah I think I'm I'm kind of glad now that this game is just done and out of the way because I'm sure the players would have had an eye on it um so yeah now we can I mean I send it now we can focus it's not really so much focusing on the final five games but at least it's it's done with now and we know, I mean, look, yeah, it's not in our hands. We know what we've got to do um, just in case something mental happens and City do decide to like explode or implode, should I say, 
can't see it happening. I'm sure not many people can see it happening, but you've got to be there just in case, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just on Charles's question, like, yeah, I think we, we kind of covered it at the start, but personally, I just think City were, like I said before, I think City were, were basically perfect today. I don't think, I don't think we were awful. I'd, I, 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 there's definitely some, some questions to be asked of certain performances and certain kind of decisions and, you know, things that we maybe could have done differently. But I think, I think City were almost perfect today. And I think, you know, I think that's 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 what they are at the end of the day, right? They're what? How many times? How many times has this team won the Premier League now? Is in this like group of players, pretty much? You know, it's probably three, four times, whatever it is. Um, they know what to do in these sorts of games. They know what it takes. They know the level that they need to kind of rise to or, or, or raise their game to. Um, and that's that's what they were able to do. And I think you know, it's kind of. It's not similar to to this. I was going to compare it to the Spurs game at the end of last season when, you know, we lost and kind of, yeah, we 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 um gave up our top four spot. It's it's. I'm not comparing it in terms of the game or the opposition, but just in terms of a learning experience, right? I'm kind of hoping that it's just another, like kind of like the Liverpool game as well, and maybe even the West Ham game. You know, these are all games where things haven't gone our way. But I'm hoping that the cl- the team, sorry, take something away from it in terms of a lesson and experience. And, you know, it should hopefully build their character and mentality for, you know, future seasons if if this team stays together for a few few more years. That's that's what you've kind of got to take out of it, right? Like, yeah. You do. You, you, you do. You know, just kind of going a bit off topic a little bit back, back to the holding thing actually i was thinking about this earlier i'm a bit i feel a bit sorry for him as well because i think that when people look back on this season and let's assume that we don't go on to win the league i think people will look back on it and be like it all went wrong when saliba got injured you know and yeah because that is kind of that's almost like the headline point right we had this center back who was just this prodigious talent and you know set the premier league alight in many ways you know he was kind of just just this is amazing talent and an arsenal top of the league and then he gets injured and then it all goes wrong you know and that that i think even as an arsenal fan who has been in the detail or whatever i, I think i'll still look back on this season and when I, when i think about it and think about that game where you know saliba and holding got uh, saliba and tomiyasu got injured you know, there just feels so much regret that, you know, if that could have been, if that didn't happen, what could have been? And I feel a bit sorry for holding in that way because I think that there's a very good chance that this is holding's last season at Arsenal. Like there's yeah. a there's a good chance of that. And you sort of feel like he probably will know that that narrative may exist about this season. And he'll probably know from living through it that it was difficult. Like it was really difficult, you know, the, these, the, him coming into the team and, and the team trying to keep up that required level. And he, he himself, you know, we, we've sat here and we've, um, you know, we've hypothesized about whether how much of Arsenal not playing very well recently has been indirectly down to him. And, and we've, you know, we've hypothesized about that. The thing is not only will we never know, but he would never, he may never know, the team may never know, like how much of it was actually down to that. And I, so I'm a bit sad for him in that. I think that, 
I'm sure that will be eating away with in the back of his mind a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, I do, I still do think that he's been a really good servant to the club because I think that ultimately, right. Um, even in the banter era years, right. Where, you know, we were eighth and, you know, under, under kind of various kind of iterations of Arteta's T, uh, you know, Arteta, but even prior to, prior to that with Emery and, and, and Wenger, like holding was never, a, he never held down a first team place. Like, you know, during these banter era times, you know, the managers rated Mustafi, Socrates more than they rated holding. Um, so I think all the managers felt that he had limitations. Managers, all of them felt that for whatever reason, he just wasn't quite kind of good enough, but there was something about, and there's like heart and he had the ability to put in, um, you know, a good performance every now and again, and he was a good pro and all that, all those really good things, you know, and, I'll still remember him very positively for the FA cup final, um, you know, which, which yeah. we won where he had a blinder, but, um, but I feel, but I do feel sorry for him because I feel like it is just, you know, the last few games, every, you know, it, holding has been a theme that we've discussed. And um, anyway, it's, mm. um, it's slightly he, unfortunate. He wasn't actually the, like, it's, it's kind of irrelevant now, but he wasn't actually that bad today. You know, I know, I know that he wasn't great either. And, I don't know if you if you agree, but I felt like, despite the fact that he's he's no Saliba, obviously, um, especially on the ball. But I thought on the ball today he was actually all right in terms of he didn't seem to panic too often. Um, the one, yeah, I mean, look, we could a- analyze holding all day. I guess it's kind of pointless, like you say, he might not even be at Arsenal next season. Um, but yeah, I just I, I you know calling out we're calling out a few players before, but I didn't think he was he was that bad. And ultimately, came up against the best striker in the world probably um and probably the best if not one of the best number number 10s in the world as well so you know just need yeah. to sort that out for next season don't we really we need to make sure that we yeah, are not relying is, on him it is because you're right because i mean harlan could do that do what he did today to most defenders and, and that's yeah. i think that's the annoying thing right where like i think the problem is with holding you know that that's the outcome that it's going to be but with many other defenders, it very, it may very well be the outcome. And I think that 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 sometimes is the frustration where it's just where you see it happening and it's exactly how you thought it would happen in your head. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it's, it's. Um, but like even, even for the first goal, right? Like the first goal, what does he do differently there? Like with Haaland? I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. So the, the first, first goal, goal is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. all comes into Haaland. Like you're, 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 you're totally there's right. There's nothing so again, else you can do. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. You're, t- you're, 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 you're right. There's nothing else he can do, but you, you know, maybe there are other center backs in the world who may have managed That's to stay true. stronger or anticipate exactly because, because Harlan's so good at in that situation that Harlan was really, really good at reading, I think the exact flight of the ball. Mm. And it, cause it's not easy. Cause he's getting, you know, he's getting pushed around by holding, like it is a physical kind of tussle, you know, which it should be. But he's read it so well. And then, you know, you, you need a defender who's just as skillful at doing that. And yeah, that, that kind of wasn't the case. But the thing is, there are other times today, that although they didn't lead to goals, Gabriel did the same thing with with Haaland and was losing out. Haaland was beating Gabriel for and And Gabriel is someone that I'd say is m- much better at, you know, reading the the game in that way and reading the flight of of balls. And, and he's been really good this season. So, so it could happen to, you know, to, to, to most yeah. defenders. Um, so yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, 
and you know Charles is in his points here is talking about all the players that have been Arsenal to mentors as the years have gone by KDB Firmino Drogba and, and Rooney etc but you know we don't it's Arsenal haven't point. really had one sorry it, yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting because I think um the the when we had Van Persie he had that period where you know he was I think pretty like pr- pretty scary for for most teams I think I feel like he had very good scoring records against um Chelsea I want to say um but 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 not just Chelsea others, and I think you know Sanchez. He, he, obviously, he wasn't with us for a long period of time, but seemed to be able to do damage to anyone. It's quite interesting though with that that list of names though, because um, I, I'm I know a few Liverpool fans who have talked to me about um, how they would have really wanted Gabriel Jesus to replace Bobby Firmino mm. um, because of that, you know, and it. So you know. Hey, look, maybe we will get a tormentor. Maybe Saka and Martinelli will become that. Martinelli, I think, has got every chance of being someone who just, you know, there's something about Martinelli where I feel like there's another couple of levels. There's, I think there's levels to Saka as well, but I think yeah. that Saka ultimately is a wide player and and whatever. But I, th- I, I feel like Martinelli, there's something about him where I don't know whether he ends up as a, a Suarez type player one day where he's a you know he becomes more of a center forward and it's and and he like he, j- he just becomes a bit of an animal I, I don't know but anyway um, um look we can we can we we've got plenty of time to discuss some of those more existential questions um and and talk about squad building and all that kind of stuff but i think you know there's not maybe we shouldn't dwell too much on this um in this episode now Mize, and maybe call it but do you have any closing thoughts or comments uh you know, it's 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 quite it's just sorry, quite good. It's like it's a bit annoying because at work tomorrow, it's randomly a um uh like for for charity, everyone's encouraged to wear sports jerseys, like oh. so you obviously whatever. So I'm basically, you know, I think it would be really weird if I went in something other than an Arsenal shirt, given everyone knows I'm an Arsenal season. You're not going to wear a, a cricket top now. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Do I wear a cricket top? No, probably not. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a sad day to go into work like with an Arsenal top. I'm certainly not going to, you know, I'm certainly covering up on the tube. I can't be asked for a train journey of it, yeah, but, no. um, but anyway, uh, you're sorry. Go back to you. Any closing comments? Um, I don't know, man. Like I think Aaron and I haven't read through all the comments. I think Aaron and said it earlier, but yeah, you know, regardless of what happens now, the season has been a massive, massive success. And that's what you've got to, you know, I think it's not going to, people are not going to think that right now, um, unless you're Aaron and obviously, but you know, it's going to take a day or so, but I think that's got to be the overriding takeaway from this season. You know, let's just assuming city do go on to win it. We're back in the champions league. Um, hopefully we'll finish second. Um, it'll be a bit worrying if we don't, and, you know, we're we're much further ahead in our plan than we're supposed to be at this stage. So there's a lot of positives. There's a huge, there's so many positives to look at, um, and we, we we will look at at the end of this season. I think the other thing as well, especially for us, and you know, well, every every Arsenal fan, but like you know, we've had some unbelievable moments this season at at the Emirates and away as well, but especially at the Emirates, some of those last minute winners have been fantastic and like the Liverpool game, the Man United game, the Bournemouth game, you know. So, you know, I guess that doesn't help to console anyone after a loss like today and probably means that we're not going to win the league. But 
I think when we reflect in a few weeks' time, maybe even a few days' time, I think there sh- there should be, and I definitely will. I'm sure I will think a, a lot more around the, the the positives and try and take the positives from this season. And like you said before, man, like there's absolutely no reason why we don't next season. You know, we 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 don't come back stronger. And like, I think we've got the right manager. I think we've got the right foundations. I think we've got the right kind of young, hungry group of players. And I think now it's just adding to it. Um, to get the squad to where we need it to be. And I'm sure we're going to do that. So I think there's so many positives and yeah, let's see, you know, maybe in the next few years we can close the gap on this city team, but um, yeah, obviously tough one today, but like I say, should be loads of positives to take in time. I feel the same. I, I really, I really do. I, I do feel like I'm, I know it sounds really silly, but I'm really looking forward to the summer window now. Hmm. Like I'm really, I, I, I'm kind of, like I think this season's given me loads of highs. I kind, I'm kind of done. I'm sort of done with it now. I'm sort of done with the season. If you know, particularly it feels like you know we're not going to win the league. I'm kind of like, I, I, I just, I'm proud of the team. I'm going to be proud of the team, even if we get you know whatever happens until the end of the season. You know, I, again, unless we just end up losing every game and then like, you know, Man United finish above us, that would be embarrassing. But um, and I just and I just sort of think. I'm ready. I'm ready to kind of see, you know, after another window and upgrading um, on a couple of the players that we need to upgrade on. And again, like is another point that Charles is making, uh, Charles is making here. And I think it's just, you know, we are evolving the squad. There's a couple of players I think that we can upgrade on. And I think there's always been a plan around that. Um, I think that, you know, we've just been a bit of ahead of the curve and therefore like, you know, we, some of it's been exposed, but I think there's always been a plan. Um, I think about what this team could look like with, you know, a proper number eight. Jack has done brilliantly this season, given that he's never played number eight for us ever um, and until this season. But like a proper number eight, I think about, and, you know, maybe again, like someone who can at least compete with Partey, if not, you know, kind of, yeah. I, I want to say upgrade, but you know what I mean? Like um, a Declan Rice type level sort of player, like something like that. And, you know, another another kind of option at right back, maybe like a few things, which I think we will do in the window and then getting all these talented players that we have a year older, a year more experienced after this. I'm really, I'm really like looking forward to it. And I think that, um, yeah, again, this has been a humbling loss, but it's shown the level that we need to get to, but I think they can do it, man. Like, I think, I think, I think Arteta um, has to grow as well as a coach. And I think he will like, so yeah, I'm like I again. I'm trying to be a bit zen. I do feel a little bit zen. Um, I, was, I think it was a really good idea to have a scotch. By the way, before the episode, it was a really, really good idea. <laughs> um, I might have another one now before I go to bed. Um, Definitely. But listen, my friend, um, been a pleasure as always. Uh, Aaron and um, couldn't bring himself to to words really to be on this episode. It was too hard for him. Nero couldn't find. You know, I don't know how to turn on his laptop. I mean, he's been trying, <laughs> trying for months, um, but it's what it is. All right, Mice, listen. Nice one. Take care of yourself, mate. Thank you. Good night. And thank you for everyone who's listening and everyone in the comments. Um, Charles, thank you again. Um, Aaron, Aaron, and thank you for participating in the in the show, mate. Appreciate that. Um, cool. All right. Uh, good night, everyone. And um, we'll talk soon. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye.